Welcome back to Starting a Business Simplified. Today I have special guest, Tariana Maldonado, who's a life coach, but also a survivor in every sense of the word. She was empowered with resilience, empathy, and determination by living through child abuse, sexual assault, and leaving a high-demand religion. As a coach, facilitator, and speaker, she now helps others confidently claim their voice and live an authentic life full of purpose in one-on-one and corporate settings. The conversation that we have is so powerful. It talks about how we can take care of ourselves and how we can feel what it's like when we get nervous and have a hard time speaking up. For those of you that follow my podcast, you know that I have had challenges in speaking up. And this was such a good conversation to have with someone who has overcome so many challenges in their life. I really hope that you get inspiration and insights in this conversation that we had. Welcome to Starting a Business Simplified, Navigating the Shift, a podcast for those of you looking to transition from a medical career to starting an online business. I will be sharing how to get started, success stories, and more. If you are looking to make the move from medicine to online, but don't know where to start, this is the podcast for you. I'm Susie Rains, your host, and I look forward to helping you simplify starting a business. Hi, Tarina. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so great to be here with you and your audience today. I'm excited about our conversation and what we're going to be talking about. Before we jump into it, I would love if you would share with the listeners your journey to getting to being a small business owner. Oh, it's kind of, uh, I'll make it short, but kind of a long journey getting there where I've endured quite a bit through my life of trauma and really challenging things. And along the way, I've always kind of had these little whisperings that the things that I was experiencing and the lessons learned were meant for more than just me. But there was a lot of doubt and a lot of cultural, religious things that told me that That didn't really matter that my place was in the home as a wife and a mom. And so I kind of just ignored that. And then my husband and I left the religion that we were born and raised in. And it was very traumatic because our whole lives had been built around it. It was a high demand religion. So we're deeply enmeshed. And as we left, we joined online support groups. And I quickly recognized that what I was experiencing was trauma. And there's the name for it. It's religious trauma. And realizing that helped me to really navigate that a little bit more quickly and easily because I was like, oh, trauma, I have tools for this. Uh, And I noticed that although it was still deeply painful and difficult and challenging, I seemed to navigate it a little bit more smoothly than some others because I had had the experience of working through trauma already and having a lot of personal growth and development, a lot of research and learning in the fields of mental health and different ways that that impacts us and how we can work on healing our own traumas. And so it was at that point when in the different support groups where I'm sharing advice, where I'm sharing opinions, where I'm sharing resources, and people were just really grateful and letting me know how helpful it was that I began to kind of listen to Maybe, maybe there is a reason and it's bigger than just me. And so now I really love to help people who are going through religious transitions to be able to navigate that very 
challenging in a way that's going to help them feel empowered to live their lives in a way that is authentic to them and feel comfortable sharing that with the people in their lives, even when that might go against what they believe. Thank you so much for sharing and for being open and honest about what it is that you're doing. I am similar with sharing my story. I'm like, I went through these things that were difficult and challenging and trauma. And it's hard to think that saying it out loud or telling somebody is going to do anything, but it's so powerful. And the fact that you're doing that now and helping others, I know that for the listeners, there's probably something going on with you and you're hearing this and you're like, there's something out there bigger that I should be doing. And I don't know how to do it. And that's why we're here. That's the whole point of starting a business simplified. The podcast is really to encourage you to step out. Tarina's story is one of many, many stories that get shared of just stepping out and being able to move forward through whatever circumstances you might be in. Today, we're actually talking about some self-care, some ways to handle um, calming yourself when you're having situations happen, how you can speak out how you can get out of that fear of stepping out. Maybe you're thinking about starting a business and you have all these fears that are happening or you're just getting started and a lot of stuff's happening and you're having all that overwhelm and a lot of craziness happening. We're going to talk a little bit about personal and business growth and really how to just take care of yourself as you go through these different stages. I'm so excited. Tarina, tell us a little bit more about how you help people around self-care and avoiding burnout or or working your way out of burnout if you're in that situation. Yeah. So I think that self-care has kind of been a little bit of a buzzword lately. People are talking about it more. And I see a lot of things that I feel are maybe a misconception about what self-care is. You see people at the spa hashtag self-care. And yes, a spa day certainly can be a piece of self-care. I got a massage this week. That's just one small piece of what self-care can be. And I love to help people come to the understanding that self-care is not about what you are doing. Self-care is rooted in the intention that you bring into what you're doing. So I know for me, I'm a mom of three kids, life can get really busy. I'm running my own business. There might be days where I'm looking at my schedule and maybe I don't. And I really tried to build in time to sit and journal. That's one of my self-care things that I do for myself quickly on a daily basis. But maybe there's a day where it's just not there. What I can do is turn something that may be a little bit more routine into my self-care for the day. So For example, I got that crazy busy day. I know I'm going to be on the go. I don't have five, 10 minutes anywhere in my day, which really, if you don't have five, 10 minutes in your day, you need to readjust your time and how you're spending it. But if this is a situation, then take something that maybe is a little bit more routine for you. Say you're going to enjoy a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in the morning. What you do is you just take a pause and you take a deep breath and you are mindful about what you're doing and you tell yourself, I'm going to be very mindful about enjoying this cup of tea and I'm giving myself this experience because I love myself and I am worth a moment of enjoying this. And you take a second to breathe in the good aromas. You feel the warmth in your hands. You enjoy the flavor 
giver of it. And you do this mindfully with the intention of showing yourself love. It's all about that mindfulness and the intention behind it. You could literally go stand outside in the sunshine for 30 seconds, take a deep breath and just let yourself know I'm enjoying the sun. I am enjoying some vitamin D. I'm enjoying the fresh air. And I'm doing this because I love myself. And it can literally be one minute of this intentional moment brought into your day with the message told to yourself that you are doing this because you love yourself. And these small little moments done intentionally when built into your day, built into your routine, are really going to help you feel more grounded, less stressed, and to help cultivate that that love for yourself, which really is where so much that we need to be successful in a business is rooted. I'm completely relaxed because you mentally brought me through the process of my morning routine. (laughs) And I was like, I just feel less stressed just hearing you talk through that. I need to, to incorporate that in my morning. That's so awesome. And I love that you said, be intentional and, and acknowledge the love you have for yourself. Yes. So I really do try and, and journal regularly. I find that to be really helpful for my mental health. And a lot of times in my head, I'm like, this will be my self-care. But because it's such a routine part of my day now, it cannot be that some days because it's become routine and I don't bring in that intention. And so even those acts of self-care, the act of it is not necessarily fulfilling that need to the extent that it could when we bring in that mindfulness and that intention. Yeah, the mindfulness piece is huge because it's something that can be done anytime, anywhere, and nobody has to know that it's happening. And it reminds me of moments when when I was younger, I, I worked for a really busy grocery store. And I remember when it was crazy busy and I was just running and running and running. Even if I just went to the restroom and took a second and just took a breath, closed my eyes and was just like, I'm standing right here. And I would do that. And I don't remember. It wasn't something that I knew anything about. I'm older, so in my generation, we didn't even talk about mindfulness. But it totally calmed me. And then I was able to go back out and embrace the crazy. (laughs) So for those of you listening, if you're working in a medical setting, you're working clinically, or you're in a hospital or in a fast-paced environment, even just taking that 30 seconds of wherever you can that's in a place that is away from the crazy. And just doing that breathing and saying those things and being intentional can really, I mean, like I said, I just relaxed when you were talking about it. I was like, wow, this is a great podcast. And as you say, away from the crazy, know that that doesn't have to physically be away from the crazy. Just take that moment to like mentally step internal away from the crazy. Yes. Yes. Because if you're in a situation where you can't physically move out of the situation, Mentally, you can. You don't have to be in that place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't That's have to run so to the good. bathroom, although that might be better. <laughs> yeah, that that was my way of getting away just because I needed the, sec- the few seconds away. But yeah, definitely we can do so many things and the, there's no boundaries. We can just create those spaces, those happy places. Let's pivot just a little bit. I wanted to talk about and I'm, I'm looking at my notes just because I think there's a few things that kind of go together. We did talk about that intentional 
taking that time for self-care intentionally, calming the body. Those two things to me go together. Like when you were talking, it actually calmed me. I just kind of like centered me. But that also goes with confidence building, I think, too. What what are some things that you can share around somebody who might have a little anxiety around confidence speaking or sharing? Maybe they're they're new to sharing their business or starting out new and they're just scared to talk about it because they're like, what if people don't want it? And though all those things that go on in our head, they're not gonna want it. They're not and nobody's gonna want to do this. I don't know why I'm doing this, all these doubtful things that happen. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I think that fear is probably one of the most, fear and anxiety are probably some of the most common emotions that we all feel. And that's because I think one of the greatest fears we have as humans is that of the unknown. And we don't know how somebody's going to respond when we share our offer with them or when we share, I'm completely changing my whole life and I'm leaving this industry that I've been in for years and I'm going to, I'm going to start a business. You don't know how somebody is going to respond and that can be kind of scary. And so one of the things to help with that is to know this is normal. This is healthy. This is okay. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you or with your plan or with your business. It just means you're experiencing one of the vast human emotions that we experience. Oftentimes, Simply naming and speaking out loud what you're experiencing can help to kind of neutralize and bring you back into a more grounded space. So if you're about to jump on a on a sales call with somebody and you're feeling really anxious and nervous about it, just saying out loud to yourself, wow, I am feeling really anxious about this call. Just naming that out loud can help you to regain control of the experience, can help your brain know that you are in control. And you can even say to yourself, I am safe. There is nothing to be afraid of in this situation. Everything is just fine. And remind yourself of that fact. And a lot of times these emotions are accompanied with physiological sensations, which really heighten the experience for us. And so it can be really overwhelming if you're experiencing a lot of physiological sensation. Your heart is racing. You're feeling a little sweaty. You're a little jittery. This is, can be a little overwhelming. It can kind of throw you off. And you are going to be less likely to be successful in your sales call if you're walking into it with this kind of energy in your body. And so one of the helpful things to do is going to be kind of get yourself in a more neutralized state. And so there's several things that you can do to help with this. Like I said, just naming what you're experiencing is one. There's many different breathing techniques techniques. I like to tell people a little variation of box breathing. Box breathing is four counts in, hold, out, hold. And typically box breathing is for the same amount of time. So for example, with that, it'd be four seconds in, four seconds holding, et cetera, et cetera. But there's some research that shows that when your exhale is longer than your inhale, that triggers your parasympathetic system and helps your body know that you're safe. So I always recommend like taking a little bit longer on that exhale simply because of what it tells your brain, what it tells your body that you are safe. So box breathing is more grounding, whereas when you lengthen the exhale, that's going to be more calming and trigger those messages to your to your brain and your body that you're safe, you're in control. And so that's an exercise that can be really helpful when you put it together. You just tell yourself, 
I'm feeling really anxious. Just acknowledge it. Put it out there and then bring in some breathing that's really helping to calm, center, and send the messages that you're safe and you're in control. That is such good advice. And I'm going to I'm gonna try that because I do the box breathing all the time and it it does help with grounding and like getting some of that energy down so that you're not all over the place. But I definitely want to try that extending the exhale. That's something that I haven't tried before. So thanks for sharing that. Um, Another thing, yeah, and you said speaking speaking it out. So actually saying what it is that you're feeling. That's another thing that I think is really powerful. And and one of the notes that I had here was really acknowledging what we're really afraid of. Could you speak to that a little bit? Because sometimes we think something's going on, but if you take a minute and you ask yourself certain questions, it kind of goes a little bit deeper. <laughs> you're, you're smiling, so I know you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. So a lot of times when we're in this anxious state, we just kind of ruminate in there without actually employing some curiosity into what is actually going on. And so let's use the sales call for a, a continued example. Say you've done, you've stated that you're anxious, you've done some box breathing, then you can employ some curiosity to kind of help you get to the root of what is happening and try and figure out what exactly am I afraid that's going to happen? Because a lot of times our brains and bodies without even consciously acknowledging it are fearing worst case scenario. And so when you really tap into what am I really afraid of, you might find that worst case scenario comes up of I'm going to get on the phone with this person and they're going to be absolutely appalled at the prices that I'm asking. And they're going to tell me that I'm being greedy and that I just need to shove off. Okay. Well, when we look at that, chances are you're not going to encounter a human that is that brazen and rude. <laughs> the chances of that happening are really, really slim. So you can kind of chuckle and be like, yeah, yeah that would be really crappy if that happened. But even if you did encounter that human being that's going to respond that way, go a little further. Well, what would that mean? Well, what would that mean? Well, it mean that I, I encountered a really awful person. Uh, would it mean that I'm a bad person? No. Would it mean that there's anything wrong with my business or my prices? Probably not. It could provide an opportunity for me to maybe evaluate and make sure that my prices is fair with the market and my skills that I'm bringing. Okay. Yeah. But would I be okay? Sure. I might, I might have a good cry after that call because that would be pretty awful to handle, but, but would I be okay? Absolutely. And then I'd have a story to tell of this horrible person that I encountered that would be really funny in the future. And so sometimes as you just kind of walk yourself, what am I truly afraid of? Maybe the fear is rooted more in, if I don't make this sale, I don't know if I'm going to have enough money for my finances for the month. Okay, that's, that's a little nervous. That's a little nerve wracking. You can acknowledge that. And then you can also say, yeah, but I'm scrappy and I'm resilient. And I'm certain that if this doesn't happen, I know how to get on a call with another person and make a sale with somebody else. I know how to find sources of income, other spaces. I know how, like, I know how to be resilient. I know how to be an entrepreneur that can make money come to me, right? So even when your fears are rooted in something that is a really valid fear, you can still 
navigate your way through that using a little bit of self-compassion, a little bit of logical reasoning, and really help yourself to feel a little bit more calm and maybe have a little bit of a chuckle at, oh, maybe I'm not as scared of this as I as I thought I am or as I should thought I should be. Yeah. And there's so much to that that is it's asking yourself what's true. And it's it's taking that curiosity and saying, like you said, maybe I need to double check my pricing and with the market. And and that's that's part of being a business owner. That's totally valid. We're always things are always shifting and changing. And and as business owners, it's our responsibility to really look at things. Now, if that person was rude and really, you know, difficult to deal with, <laughs> asking those questions and realizing, no, there's nothing wrong with me. My pricing's great. It fits in with the market. I'm good. It's not my problem. It's their problem. And that's all okay. And one of the things coming from the army and being a medic, we we would always, I worked in a war zone. I was in Iraq. And the one thing that we always were thinking were life, limb, and eyesight. If it's not life, limb, or eyesight, it, we're going to be okay. We're going to live through it. And that's harsh. And it can sound like, wow, that's like, but you know what? It's a sales call and you're okay. And it's going to be okay. And our feelings are valid. Oh my goodness. Don't, don't ever minimize how you're feeling. And if, if someone's, you know, says something that offends you, take that time. And it's okay to have a cry and it's okay to feel, let yourself feel it. Again, asking yourself those questions can validate who you are, what you're doing and, you know, make you feel stronger for that next time. And like you said, having a good story is good too. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think you kind of touched on something that I feel is super important of bringing in self-compassion like when you when you have those emotions that are not as pleasant to experience a lot of times we want to kind of just get through that as fast as possible but when you do that you kind of ignore those emotions and those can get stored in your body those don't just go away unless you kind of help and this is also part of preventing burnout is being able to feel and process your emotions and one way to really help with that is bringing in self-compassion and grace for yourself and bringing in that, that like best friend voice. Like, what would you say to your best friend? Because a lot of times we can speak to ourselves in ways that if it was to somebody else would be kind of horrific. And so being mindful of your inner voice and your inner dialogue and speaking to yourself with kindness and compassion can really help go a long way. Yeah. And, and having that compassion and realizing that we grow from our experiences, you touched on it in your journey and what you shared when you were thinking like, these things are happening and I know that there's a purpose for it. It's the same thing. I think when we go through difficult challenges, we can ask ourselves, yeah, this is really hard and I'm going to be really compassionate with myself right now, but am I able to use this in a positive way? later on or you know be able to understand and empathize with somebody that might end up going through this same situation and as a lot of you listening being medical professionals working with patient care and taking care of people that are in their worst possible state we have that strong empathetic feeling because we've learned how to do that and so we can do it for ourselves self-compassion first and then we can extend it to somebody else that And part of being a business owner, this is what I love about talking to you, Tarina, and other people that I have on the podcast is getting to know everybody as an individual 
everybody has their own unique journey story, what they're going through, but we're all sharing it to be an inspiration and to help others. And I absolutely love that you're here and you're doing that with everybody. What are some things as we come to the close of our conversation that you would like to share that, that we've kind of covered? Or is there something that's kind of, you know, intuitively com coming up that you might want to share? Another piece of the work that I do, I'm coaching for religious transition, but I'm also a certified step into your moxie facilitator, which is a vocal empowerment system, which is great to bring into corporate or training settings, conferences, that type of thing. And I use it a lot one-on-one -on -one with my a lot of the exercises with my clients. And it's all about helping people to speak up and speak out and to be able to use their voice in a way that is going to call people to action. And so I think as you're building a business, it's really important to understand the way what you want to speak and the way you share your message impacts other people. Because there are certainly ways that we speak that can minimize our own expertise or that can elevate that. There's ways that we can speak that can call people in or repel people. And so one thing that I really like to emphasize is trying to make sure that your inner voice and your outer voice match. And this is important in many situations, but definitely within our business, if you are, you know, out there and you're saying that you can help people and you're positioning yourself as an expert and then internally you're really doubting yourself or you're you're really struggling with that self-sabotaging thoughts or other things like that then then your energy is not going to show up in the same way and so it's really important to work on making sure your inner voice matches your outer voice and your actions. And that's kind of why we started with self-care because falling in love with yourself and being deeply rooted in your worth is really what's going to help you get to that space. And so I would say if that's something that you struggle with, if you really, really know, like I have school, sorry, tools, skills, and different things that I know can help people, but you're dealing with imposter syndrome and just not sure then that's where you start is really, really getting rooted in your worth and that that is inherent and that there's nothing that you can do or say that's going to minimize that because you are worthy of love and belonging as a human being, period. And so that's a great place to start in your business development is making sure you have a strong sense of self-worth. And I always chuckle when people give me the side eye when I say something like that because it's not very businessy, but I really, really am convinced not only from my own experience, but through that of clients and other entrepreneurs that I associate myself with, that our business success is deeply intertwined with our personal growth and development and that the two go hand in hand and that you're going to see yourself be much more successful in your business as you also simultaneously take the time to consciously work on your personal growth and development. Thank you so much for covering that because that is such a huge part. I agree with you so much in that what we tell ourselves inside is going to manifest itself outside and that energy is going to flow. So if you are feeling like your confidence is down, but you 
in your and it's interesting because in your mind you're like I know I can do this but you're telling yourself that you're scared and you're uncomfortable and you don't have confidence and all those other things you're minimizing who you really are and it's you're taking that gift away from somebody else that gets to experience you so yes. I have so, <laughs> yes. I love, I love to ask people who might be struggling with that who are you not serving when you choose to play small because you started this business for a reason. It's either because you have a product or a service that's going to help people in their lives. So who are you not serving when you play small? Yeah. We're just going to think on that one for a minute because that's a big one. That's huge. I love that. Before we end the call, what is something that our listeners could take away from just listening to the episode that you would recommend them do? that can get besides the self-care, because now I'm going to do that for sure, the intentional self-care. <laughs> what would you suggest is something that they could take a first step in? So we'll go with self-care, but maybe giving a little bit more guidance on a way to be able to do that, because uh, you might not know exactly what to do. It might not be part of your regular practice and it might be new to you. And this can also help build your intuition and your trust for yourself. And so every morning, when you wake up, take a moment and ask yourself, what do I need to do for self-care today? And listen to yourself what you need to do. And if when you're starting, you don't hear anything, you don't get any little nudges, don't give up. Because a lot of times we can be very much in our logical heads and kind of have a hard time tapping into that. So just give it some time to really start to get into this practice. And you'll be surprised. There's been times where I have felt that I needed to clean my room because that would help provide me a space that's relaxing, that's calm, that's organized, that would help me to be feeling more calm and organized and centered. And then there's days where I feel like I just need to sit and veg and watch a show for a while. And so that's what I've listened to. And the key thing is, is to bring in compassion and grace and just not judge yourself for whatever it is that you feel like you need to do because you know, if you feel, if you really truly feel like playing a video game is what you need to do for your self-care that day, then do that. But do not sit and tell yourself you're lazy the whole time you're doing it because you're playing a video game. Like bring in that mindfulness of I'm going to enjoy this game because I really find a lot of joy and fun in it. And, and do that, even if it might seem silly. And even if you might think, well, I can't count this as self-care because somebody might blah, 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 blah doesn't matter what anybody else might think about what you choose to do for your self-care. If it's bringing you more joy and peace and it's showing love to yourself, then that's perfect. And the best way to know what the best self-care is for you is to ask yourself to take that moment and be like, what do I need to do for myself today? That is the key right there is taking a minute to ask yourself. I love that you said that and that you're emphasizing it because I think that's where we get tripped up. We wake up first thing in the morning and we're already thinking about all the million things that we have to do before we think about us, before we're thinking about ourselves. So I think yes. just taking that minute and what do I need for me today? What do I need to take care of me today? And just taking that minute. If you have to, I know some people need a prompt. I know my alarm on my phone, it, it will talk to me. I can get, I can type in something and it, the, the morning alarm will go off and be and say, it's Wednesday morning if I want it to. So I could even put on there, Susie, what do you need today? 
and it will tell me. It will actually ask me that. So whatever tools you need to use that work for you, if it's a sticky note next to your bed or on your mirror or wherever, I'm a really big person on when you're starting a new habit, creating something to remind you just so that you can get into that. But I absolutely. Absolutely. And there's been lots of research that shows that stab it, stab it, (laughs) habit stacking can be a really effective way to help build a new habit. So if you're already in the habit of brushing your teeth every morning, which hopefully we all are, then just add to that with your self-care. So maybe that is when you take your moment to ponder and ask yourself, what do I need today while you're brushing your teeth or just before or just after? But with that association of brushing your teeth, where you're stacking one new habit on top of an already established habit. So if you're looking for ways to try and implement new things, then remember habit stacking can be really helpful to just find a habit that you're already doing in your day. And where can I plug this in and add it to it? Yeah, that's that's perfect. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here. Before we go, if you wouldn't mind sharing how people could reach out if they're interested in learning more about what you do, if they know somebody and want to recommend you, and I will make sure and put it in the show notes as well. Yeah, absolutely. My website is just my name, TarinaMaldonado.com. And from there, you can find all of my social media, or if you search me up on social media platforms, you can probably find me. I'm on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and I really like to have fun on there. So if you find me, say a little hello and let me know that you heard me on Susie's podcast. Thanks so much for being here. It was a great conversation. And as always for my listeners, keep it simple. Thanks for listening to this episode of Starting a Business Simplified. If you enjoyed this episode, then hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. Have you thought about starting a business and didn't know what to do first? You're in the right place. I've created a simplified step-by-step process for starting a business. Click on the link in the show notes for information on how to get started today. 